everybody. You're kicking it with the Homeboys and the Homeboys podcast, where we talk everything in the world of real estate investing. Whether you're just getting started or you're a seasoned vet, we're going to give you our over 40 years of combined real estate experience. Today, we have a very exciting topic. We are talking to people that do not own a primary residence or possibly an investment property, and we're going to talk to you about how you can get started in 2024 to owning your own home or your first investment property. We're going to break this down and keep it pretty simple with with three steps. First of all, getting a real estate agent or a turnkey brokerage that you work with to find that property. Second, talking to a mortgage broker. I know it's scary to pick up the phone and talk to uh, you know uh, somebody who's a financial expert, but they are there to help you and they will help you set the right goals. And then third, it's as simple as being active, starting to look at properties. And I will argue that getting off your behind and getting started is by far the most important step. Action creates action, especially when you find a property that you deeply desire. It's amazing the motivation that you can find in yourself when you find a property that you really, really want, whether that's for your primary residence or as an investment, the fire that that lights, especially if you've already built up your team of having a mortgage broker, a real estate agent that has your back that can help you turn that desire into an actual ownership of your first property, whether you live in it, whether it's your first investment property, it is incredibly motivating when you find that property. So action creates action, especially if you've built your team, you're ready to hit the ground. You're ready to be an investor. You're ready to be a homeowner. And in so many cases, you can do it for such little money out of your pocket with things like FHA financing, where you can only, you can get away with only three and a half percent down. There's all kinds of ways, creative ways to create ownership in a property, but you got to have your team in there and you have to be out there creating opportunities for yourself to find the right properties there's no time like the present it's always time to get started which i'm very excited to get this podcast started because uh i don't know man it's been a wild week and it's just good to sit here with my buddy and talk real estate i've been going down memory lane just a little bit you know talking about people getting started and owning their primary residence or an investment property why does that feel like that's only a couple of years ago for me? We are so old now. We are old fuddy-duddies, but it does feel like yesterday. And you and I were both both 100% followed this roadmap that we're talking about. Mostly, we followed the roadmap of action. We just started looking at properties. We found real estate agents to help us. We talked to mortgage brokers. And then we went out there and we just started looking at properties until we could figure it out. And we created these opportunities for ourselves by being active. And I remember these realtors, they don't care if you're going to buy or not. They're, they want to help you. Eventually, you're going to end up buying for, you know, a property from them. They're sitting there waiting for their phone to ring, literally waiting. And so are these mortgage brokers. And if you go to our homeboyspodcast.com, we've got a whole resource page of all of these different uh Uh, mortgage brokers on there. So for step two, we make it pretty simple, especially if you are an investor. So we have to, we have to do one warning about mortgage brokers, which is for investment properties. If you're buying say turnkey properties all over the country, you need to have a specialist in those. 
it, you can't just go to your corner bank or your normal banker and, you know, say, hey, I, I need to get a mortgage on a property in Pennsylvania. Now, don't get me wrong. They probably could do it, but they're not the right solution. It will be messy. It will be a, a headache. So we've got a resource page with all of the mortgage brokers that specialize in nationwide lending. But if you're just looking for yourself in your own town, you can literally pick up the phone and call any mortgage broker, any local broker. It's very important. And I'm going to piggyback off that. Um, again, if you're looking for your primary residence that you're going to live in, yes, you can. Uh, your options are a little bit more open. But if you are going into investment property, Scott, put it lightly, and I'll try to drive the point home. You have to go to a seasoned investment property specialist for your mortgage. It's so vitally important. You can't go into your local brick-and-mortar big bank. It's, uh, it's a completely different world. Um, we've, we've witnessed it for 20 years. You've got to truly have a specialist. For sure. But if you're buying, if you're just looking for your first primary residence, you know, you, it doesn't hurt to use a local mortgage broker or, um, you know, even a big retail, you know, brick and mortar bank, but do not use those same people. If you're going to start building a real estate investment portfolio across the nation, it will cause you so much heartache and headache that it, uh, it will drive you away from being an investor. And similar things hold true with, with, Picking your realtor. So if you are going to be investing in real estate, this isn't for your primary residence, but you want to be a real estate investor, you must pick a real estate broker who, or realtor, who has experience in investment real estate. But my cousin's girlfriend just got her real estate license and I told her I'd go with her. Yeah, that's a, that's a great recipe to end up with the wrong property <laughs> and upside it's down. It's really not that far. It's not really that outlandish from stuff that I've heard. And it, and, and it, really, it really grinds my gears because I've talked about it a lot. Um, you know, you're talking about the single biggest you know, investment of your life, you know, if it's your primary residence or if it's an investment property, it's a giant decision. You know, why would you use somebody that has no experience in investment property or no experience in getting deals or, you know, doesn't know the inner workings of a house and the, the mechanicals? There are realtors out there that know all of that. I mean, we've got eight of them here under the roof of our office that, know everything about remodeling a house, know everything about the mechanicals, the HVAC, all of these systems and investment property experience, you know, you've got to go to a professional, but people often will, will, will do some silly, well, you know, the, the, the trainer at my gym decided to be a real estate agent and, and, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to use them. You know, you've got to have someone with, with experience that, that truly knows what they're doing. Yeah. It's because you're going to be relying on them to help you determine the, the after repair value of the property. You're going to be relying on them to understand what rehab needs to be done. This is a specialized niche, and we're talking about for investment properties. Having the right realtor is everything because you it will save you so much headache and heartache. And your typical realtor doesn't know this stuff. They just don't. It, it's not what they do for a living. Well, what, it's no different than... You know, do you want uh, a guy that just, uh, you know, graduated uh, from college to do his first heart surgery on you? You know, no, you don't. You want someone that's got some experience that knows that knows the ropes, that knows what what to do. It uh, it really 
uh, drives me crazy. And I've seen so many people get, get burnt on this. So if you're more interested in making friends and not upsetting some uh, acquaintance, well, you need to ask yourself, you know, is this really for you? You have to make the right investment decisions and picking the, the, the true professionals to guide you through this. I mean, it's a huge step. So take it very seriously. Don't just take some uh, buddy that you had from college that you used to go out and get drunk with on the weekends. Stick to a professional. Well, your first uh, realtor that you started working with ended up becoming a business partner when you were in your 20s, right? That's correct. Yeah, so you went out, you found a true professional at at such a level that eventually you became business partners with him because he was a true pro. I got my real estate license because I wanted to represent myself primarily um, in the transactions that was doing, I had a previous, uh, real estate agent who was a very, you know, reputable agent, especially in the uh, foreclosure world, mm-hmm. um, here in Indianapolis. But once I got my license, I parked it at a, uh, at a big brick and mortar, uh, mm-hmm. franchise. And I went in there and said, Hey, I'm, I'm interested in buying HUD foreclosures. And the sales manager, said, I have no idea how to do it. There was a very specified way to do HUD foreclosures back in the day. They said, well, we've got an agent that works out of his house that you should talk to. And uh, I went over. Uh, it was considerably older uh, than me, but he knew the process. And, yeah, we became good buddies, you know, through it. And uh, you know, it was a very influential time in my life. You know, we formed a, a partnership then. And uh, like I said, he was much older. We, we, we split ways and you and I ended up being, you know, business mm-hmm. partner because, right. you know, we were, you know, a little bit more aligned in our, our, our goals and age, but, but yes, I was the exact same way. Uh, and what, what I'm preaching that someone, you know, practice is you, I aligned myself with someone that was exceptionally smart, you know, and uh, you know, I, I worry about, I know he's a listener of our show and Harvey, if you're out there, you know, I, I know you haven't felt great lately and I hope, uh, hope you're on the, the road to, to recovery, you know, but I appreciate Harvey, you know, very much in, in teaching, teaching me those ropes. How can you not? I mean, you went out and you, you found somebody who knew what they were doing and you started working with them. And the truth is you and I are friends with all of the, uh, in our little market, all of the people that handle bank-owned uh, listings and all of those specialist realtors who focus on investment properties. And the reason is, is because even though we know what we're doing, technically we don't need them, those relationships bear a lot of fruit. And we let them have the commissions. We let them, you know, be the listing agent on those. We will work with them. So we we put our money where our mouth is with this. We keep in touch with all of these listing brokerages and realtors that focus on this because they bear fruit. They know the deals, they can bring them to you and they love working with new investors and showing them how this stuff works. You'll get such amazing service. Don't be scared to pick up the phone, get on, you know, Google and try to find out who the best realtors are in your area for investment properties. And it can be as simple as just looking at bank owned properties in your area and you'll start to notice who the listing agents are. You'll see the same names over and over. And it can be as simple as calling that office and they'll put you in touch with somebody who's a specialist. And again, with the mortgage brokers, we've got a list on homeboyspodcast.com that can save you all the heartache and headache. If you want to, uh, 
you know, start owning investment properties. And don't get me wrong, they're great. If you're just going to buy investment properties wherever you are locally and you're not going to branch out across the nation, we still suggest using uh, someone from our list of mortgage brokers and we don't get paid on them. These are just the folks that are experts in investment property lending. So this isn't some, uh, you know, area where we get kickbacks. No, these are the the mortgage brokers that our clients use that we believe in because we know they know how to perform, which brings us to step three, which is be active. I think that people, we live in a day and age where people sometimes get overeducated. And I know that's not going to sound good coming from a couple of guys that, that do a podcast on real estate education and investing. I know that that's contradictory to what I say, but we've witnessed it where people don't get started because they feel like they've got to retain so much information. You know, whenever we got started, you know, the, no one knew what a podcast was. You know, we didn't have the internet whenever whenever we first got started. I mean, it was out. But Truth. I mean, people weren't really using the internet, you know, um, you know, for anything. So your education was the school of hard freaking knocks, which mm-hmm. I think is very, very important. And sometimes we get lost in today's day and age because people think, oh my gosh, I've got all this content and I need to read this and I've got to watch this and I've got to do this and that. And it doesn't really make any sense. You've got to get started. And we we talk about it um, a lot on here whenever we used to be on the speaking circuit and we'd see the same handful of people at every single event and then they've never bought a house. You know, and we'd just be like, oh my gosh, that's... That poor SOB, like he's he's not going to get off get off the year, sidelines. Year nine get, get asking, game. Like, year I mean, nine asking, how do started. I buy a house? Correct. And I, I remember telling him, like, man, had you bought a house whenever you first started coming to this, you know, you'd have fifty thousand dollars worth of equity right now. You know, in 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 uh, the a property that you would have bought. You got to get you got to get in the game. Yeah, it's it's there's that pro- over. I forget the saying, the paralysis by over analysis. But yeah. it, it's so true. And, you know, we talk about regrets all the time. And one of the regrets, one of the things that never really comes up as, as a regret is a property that we've purchased. The things that come up are, I regret not purchasing a property. It's hardly ever the, the purchasing of a property. And don't get me wrong, but we, we make mistakes all the time. We lose money on properties all the time, but I don't regret those. I, I don't regret those. We learn from those. And out of every 10 properties, if you lose a little bit on one, but you learn a lot, you still made money. You still made a ton of money on the other nine and you come out as a winner. It's the people who sit on the sidelines and watch the game being played, trying to analyze it, trying to become, you know, a Bill Belichick expert on the game instead of getting in there and just learning. Those are the people that we see, we see fail because they don't get in, they miss out. And it's about being time in the market. You know, we are big believers in cash flow investing, right? That's our core. We believe in the holding of real estate, letting the tenant pay off that mortgage for you, letting the property appreciate over time, and capturing all of that rental cash flow every month, profit, month after month. You add those three things together, and you are talking about building amazing wealth with a real-world asset. And you can't do that sitting on the sidelines. And even if it's your, your own primary residence, you're still capturing some of those things. You're paying down the debt each month on on your property, right? Instead of giving it to a landlord and putting it in someone else's pocket. You're also 
capturing that appreciation. So you can build wealth through your primary residence, as most of America does. As as anyone who studies these statistics, you'll see that most Americans' wealth is within their own their own home that they own, and they should just double that up. Then buy another home. Does that? Does that sound that simple? Yeah, just go buy another home. It is. If you plan, if you talk to mortgage brokers, if you know how much you need to save, if you know that you could maybe use a HELOC on your first property to buy your second property, until you start digging in and finding out what steps you need to do, then you're wasting your time. You're not moving yourself forward. It's about that action. It's about taking those steps to find out, okay, what is the next step? Step one, Find out, talk to a realtor, talk to a turnkey provider, start looking at that inventory. Step two, talk to a mortgage broker. The mortgage broker is going to outline for you exactly how much you're going to need, depending on what type of house. Maybe the mortgage broker will say, well, instead of going out and buying another investment property, why don't you buy another primary residence for yourself and we'll turn this first property you have into a rental. That's it. That's that's the advice you're looking for. Correct. It's, it you can know. be that simple. Correct. It's about making phone calls. It's about having your head in the game. It's about starting to look at properties. It's about seeing what opportunities come along. And if you're just sitting there researching and, and forever just wanting to do this, you'll never get there. You have to start talking to these folks. Build a game plan that fits what your situation is and what your goals are, and then make it happen. It's truly that easy. I love this business and being active in this business is easy for me because I love this business so much, but I mean, it does consume my life. You know, if I'm not with my family, um, and which I am with my family a lot and I pour into my family and I love my family dearly, but if I'm not with my family, I'm, I'm in the game. And here recently, you know, my mom has been in the hospital, you know, a lot, which has caused me to be on my computer a bunch because she's, you know, laying there asleep and, you know, I'm just kind of sitting around waiting for a doctor to come by and I'm on the computer, you know, looking at deals. You know, while my mom was in the hospital last week, you and I bought two apartment complexes and 20 houses Yeah. while I was sitting in the, uh, in the hospital. That's not because I wasn't focused in on, on my family. I was completely dialed into my family, but while I was in there, you know, I was super focused on, you know, what what can I do to, to grow our real estate business? And Every also, time so a family member of yours gets sick, we end up with a new apartment complex. This is Every true. single time. This because you sit there and you start digging and talking to realtors and looking and seeing what's out there and talking to our bankers. Because you're bored at the hospital and you right. end up finding us another property to invest in. True story. Five years ago, uh, my dad's in the hospital. He's stable, doing pretty good. Uh, so I had a lot of time on my hands. You know, I was in there with him, you know, trying to do everything I could for him. But there was this apartment complex like three blocks away, downtown Evansville, Indiana. So I reached out to the to the agent, uh, went over there. Uh, it was a million dollars. There's 26 units with some commercial underneath of it. It was a million dollars. And I, I'm not 100% on the number, but I think I said, uh, well, we'd, we'd be a buyer at 750 and an hour later, they came back and said, okay, the seller will take it. Yeah. So there we, we, we bought an apartment building in, in, in downtown Evansville. Point is, instead of like being on um, social media or playing Candy Crush on my phone, I like being on commercial listing websites. I like being in the, the MLS. It's fun for me. So 
if you're going to get into real estate, be passionate about it. You know, enjoy doing it. I don't feel like that is work whenever, you know, I'm sitting around and I've got some time where I can get on my computer and shop, you know, commercial listings or shop single family homes. I dig it. That's my pleasure. It's funny. I love that, it. It's funny that you talk about how you love doing this on your computer. I was telling Bryce, our, our producer here, I think it was last week, I was telling him that I used to have to subscribe to uh, magazines that gave the sheriff's list, you know, of, of foreclosure properties coming out so that I could be one step ahead of the realtors. Right. There were trade magazines, and I think it was $500 a quarter that you paid for these magazines mm-hmm. and that's how you researched or go to the courthouse. It's never been easier to go out there and find deals. I could see you like with one of those magazines, like in the bathroom, oh, like yeah. taking a crap. Oh, I lived know. on those magazines. You know, re- yeah. no, that was your reading material mm-hmm. for the crapper. Oh, I carried a square briefcase <laughs> like you're picturing from the 1980s, <laughs> you know, full of those, those and crackers. <laughs> those and crackers. I love it. But you know, you, you know, you're passionate about it, right. you know, and I, I recommend if, if you're going to get in, you know, go for it. You say it all the time. You know, got to go for it. You know, just do it. Get in the game. You know, I love this business. And, you know, make 2024 your year. You know, if you don't own a primary residence, don't listen to everyone say, oh, now's not the time to, to buy a house. It's always the time to buy a house. There's always something out there that would be right for you. Trust me, it exists. I know some markets are different than others, but there's always opportunity you know, somewhere. And if you are wanting to get into investment property, make 2024 your year. And you don't have to buy where you live. Let's be real about this. There's a lot of markets where you should not be investing. You look at uh, the the top 10 fastest selling markets out there, and they are not these markets where you got to spend $2 million in order to buy a house to live in. No, they're markets like Indianapolis. Indianapolis is currently the 10th fastest selling city in the United States where we're located, 10th fastest selling. And the other markets are small markets like ours in the Midwest and the South. And you can still buy a great single family home for under $250,000. It's your, your first starter home under $250,000 in a great neighborhood. There's a reason why people are investing so heavily in the Midwest and the South, because there's an abundance of affordable housing. There's an abundance of good areas to invest in and, and nobody gets left out in those situations. And real estate has changed our lives. Don't, you know, your parents gave you nothing. I mean, not nothing. You, you, you were poorer than any other poor kid. I know because your parents gave you, I my mean, parents could have afforded to give me, give me something, but it was truly right. remarkable how broke I was at college. Yes, it was. It was truly remarkable. And, and, as and you how know, they allowed it. Right. I mean, they allowed, allowed me to be, and as you know, that broke. I had nothing, mm-hmm. you know, I was a teacher's kid, had nothing. And this weekend, or sorry, this week was Halloween and I realized that I live in my dream neighborhood now. When I was growing up, this was the neighborhood I wanted to live on. It's the only basically lake in our entire little city. And I wanted to live on that lake. That was my dream. And I realized I live there. And my neighbors and I, we cooked for the entire neighborhood. It's a neighborhood of over a thousand homes on Halloween and just gave out candy, hot dogs and sodas and, and candy, full-size candy bars. Just to make that dream ter- come true for all these kids that are out there. Not the snack size. Not the fun size. Yeah. No. Fun size. Yeah. yeah. Give me no, full size candy right. bars. And I realized that what a blessing real estate has been from to allow me to be able to do those things. Little things like that to give back 
a very small thing. I know it's not much, but still, it's fun to cook out for a thousand people and to not have to raise money to do that. And that's because of the blessings of real estate. And I hope real estate touches everyone listening in that same way because it has changed my life. It's changed your life. I know, Clint, and I know it can change anyone listening. Like I said, I love this business, but I love what you said also. There are things out there much more important than investing in real estate. And yes, being active in your community like that, um, it warmed your heart, didn't it? It did. I mean, it warms it warms a person's heart. And people just, you know, never lose sight that there is there is there are things out there that are more important, your family, your faith, you know, what whatever whatever it is, um, you know, really never lose sight of the things that are truly important. But again, if you're going to get in real estate, be passionate about it. We love this business. We also love doing this podcast, and we're also very glad that you joined us. If you want to check out some more content, you got to go over to some of our social media. You can find us on TikTok, at the Homeboys Podcast. We're putting out a lot of really, really cool stuff. We want to help people in real estate investing. This isn't about us flashing around what we've done. No, we're here to help you. Check us out. Till next time, homies. Happy investing.